This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Dynamic Banter. Uh, on today's episode, Mike and I are uh, talking to you. Action. How are you, Mike? Are we going for real? Yeah. Oh, great. Were we going a couple of seconds ago? Yeah, when you said that's not what my bank account. That's not what. Yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. That good. bank account joke. Yeah. Good. Yeah, the joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say about comedy is it it comes primarily from truth. I thought you were going to say comedy in twos. (laughs) Everybody loves comedy and knock, knock, and a knock, knock. Um, (laughs) That's why there's two knocks, because comedy comes in two. Mike, this must be in a, this, you must be in in a kind of a mood, because I know that there's something going on because you're not wearing your headset, and you don't have to wear your headset. Yeah, I miss out on a lot of bits when I don't. You don't have to wear your headset, Mike. (laughs) Welcome to Dynamic Banter, everybody. Uh, today we're <laughs> today we're doing a lot of visual gags. Welcome back to visual gags, Vigi gags. Um, there's a lot of very nice people who have been hitting me up who listen to this show, and I just want to say thank you very much for listening to this show. This is one of those shows that's so weird and and stupid and um very specifically dumb and stupid that I've been getting a lot of like dynamic banter has gotten me through x y and z. I love those so much. I love them too. I don't understand what is it exactly cuz it's not like okay at the end of this episode we'll be talking about how to make your life a little bit better. Mm. I don't think we've ever done that. <coughs> I, I think we're that just people like it. I think we're just, uh, yeah, we're just, our, our tomfoolery creates joy. Where did that come from, tomfoolery, you think? Well. Do you have a computer? Or what do you say? Uh, should I look it up? <laughs> what do you say we go, what do you say we kind of do an old bit? We should. Let's look it up. I don't have a phone number for Benton. Okay, well. <clears throat> My headphones are all fucked up. (laughs) It's the connection over here. Okay, wait, hang on. I just got to do this really quick. Are you hearing a buzzing? Because I'm not hearing a buzzing. No, I'm not hearing a buzzing. But I'm hearing... There I am. Ruth buzzing. Um... (laughs) Can I ask a question? Is August the 8th month? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got a square... Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. We're going to get to that soon. Uh, go ahead. You want to ask me a question? Um, I knew that August was the eighth month because I only know the numbers behind three of the months. Mm. January is the first one. October's the tenth one. And third is the nerd with the hairy chest. And and the and everyone and then you get rich. It's the best. But that's uh, when I was in school, I only memorized the the corresponding numbers to three of the months. And then everything else was deductive reasoning. From um, I yeah, I don't have it. I, I I remember learning the months at a very young age, and then promptly forgetting them. Yeah. 
That's my story. I don't know the order of the months. I don't know the order of the planets. I don't know the order in the court. <laughs> Guys, what is the origin of tomfoolery, you ask yourself? <laughs> you listen to us ask ourselves. <laughs> You've heard us ask ourselves. Now let's ask yourself. <laughs> Where's his mom? <laughs> Holy Did you goodness. see the thing on my Instagram? Yeah, it was very funny. Yeah. Someone was watching um <laughs> Demolition Man and uh-huh. they uh they they decided to f- record a perfect moment to scream out where's my mom. I haven't uh I haven't seen it yet and I'm should I hold off to see it with you or can I just watch yeah, it? Yeah, let's watch it own? together. Yeah. Okay. I'd love to watch it with you. All right. Um I think I'm going to enjoy it a lot. Yeah, man. It's going to be a good time. It's one of those movies, dude. You know? It is one of those movies. That's how we've heard about it. King Lear is accompanied by the fool and Edgar as Tom O'Bedlam while he is going mad. The term Tom O'Bedlam <laughs> came from a very old poem <laughs> and was used to describe beggars and vagrants who were or pretended to be mad. <laughs> Foolery means acting the Not fool. Not crazy, just very angry. Just angry, yeah. <laughs> Foolery means acting the fool. Tom is more the shortening of Thomas. It was often used. <laughs> Just so you know. Everyone writing this down? This is the most like condescending way to, oh, you want to know what Tom foolery is? Well, to be a fool is to act a little crazy. And Tom, Thomas. of course, the sh- <laughs> shortened form of Thomas. Do you have any more questions now, for the internet? Now fuck off. <laughs> And Tom Tom was used uh, often in the 16th century to indicate maleness, hence Tomcat. Male cat. <laughs> Thomas cat. Man cat. And uh, as an aside, the word tomboy was applied to a bold or immodest woman. <laughs> In 1579, by you're 15- like a, a man woman. <laughs> <laughs> by 1592, it was applied to a girl who acted like a spirited or boisterous boy, and that's been its meaning ever since. Although I believe it has recently fallen out of favor. Spirited boy is my favorite anime cartoon, and I'm not really that into anime. <laughs> now check this out: another possible origin from where Shakespeare got his inspiration for the Fool and King Lear is from a real life character t- called Thomas Skelton who was the jester employed by the Pennington family who owned <laughs> Muncaster <laughs> Castle near Ravenglass, Cumbria. Thomas Pennington, of course, Ravenglass from Harry Potter fame. The links given below give uh, some fascinating stories about the seemingly malicious character that he was. And if we want, we can go on and read about Tom Skelton, the serial killer court jester. Please. Serial killer court jester? Yeah. That guy had a good in. He had a great end. You think I'm all about juggling, but I'm not. And if you look close, I'm juggling heads. <laughs> one is a there are two like ball like beanbag balls, and one is a, a freshly bleeding head. <laughs> juggling head. <laughs> this is the head of your king amongst these red balls. <laughs> Someone toss me another head. <laughs> <laughs> another king's head. King's head uh, <laughs> beer is delicious. <laughs> Thomas Skelton was a court jester of sorts to Moncoster Castle in Britain in the 16th century. He was the last jester or fool to the Penningtons. <laughs> he was the last fool to the Penningtons. He was also known as Tom Fool and was responsible for the phrase Tom Foolery. 
There he is. He was also a steward to the estate and a trusted servant to his master. He was known to Shakespeare, and it was said that he was the model for King Lear's fool. Why trust the fool? Because they're funny. Yeah, but you're like, should anything happen to me or my wife or my estate? Everything is left to your your child, sire? Mm-mm. Who's that guy who comes, he juggles? And he, he makes me giggle. <laughs> Who's that guy who juggles at lunch? I want to give him that. Who's that Everything. guy that said that one thing about the stream and I almost choked on the chicken <laughs> over here? Um, the fool, sire? <laughs> yes, leave everything to the leave fool. Leave everything to the fool. I want all my riches to go to my fool. <laughs> my fool. <laughs> Why don't people do that? Why don't people do that to us? I want it in my will. I want to get my... a certified letter in the P.O. box. <laughs> I just want my, letter, my will to say... All of my estate shall go to my fool. All of my riches doth upon thine fool. Who would they? Would the the, the person the 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 lawyer or whoever would just be like? Do you guys have any idea who his his fool was? The fool. <laughs> it's uh, in plain letters. It says right here. It's even capitalized. My fool. My fool. Mine fool. The German type. He was malicious, vicious, witty, and cruel. No one could play a trick more thoroughly than Tom Skelton. Oh, there has to be a better uh, fairy tale ending to that sentence. He loves to say the to say the first he's part. He's malicious, of vicious, witty, and cruel. No, no one, one could play a trick more thoroughly than Tom Fool. Tom the Fool. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> he loved to sit under a chestnut tree near the castle and wait for passerby asking him for directions. Those he didn't like, he would send to their deaths in the quicksand. Ooh, below. that's a good bit. That's wow. A, that's Do you think he got a good bit. chuckle out of that one? Good bit resulting in death. He was known uh, to be responsible for all sorts of vile deeds for his master, Sir William, including cutting off the head of a young carpenter who was in love with Sir William's daughter. What the fuck? Heloise, and did the job with the carpenter's own chisel and hammer. Hammer? Chisel and hammer. He cut off this guy's head with his own chisel and hammer. This is like the Joker. Yeah. The original Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was said that Thomas quoted, when the lazy dolt wakes up, he'll have trouble finding his head. Hilarious. And that's how you secure a job. Wow. As Tom a court jester, you got to have a quips like that. Not wow. a sponsor. <laughs> it's very dark. Thomas Skelton. Although accounts of Skelton's life are sketchy at best, <laughs> because he was technically a servant, no detailed record of him was ever kept in the castle's documents. He's only been drawn thrice. <laughs> It's believed that he was hired by Sir Alan Pennington, possibly a personal steward and teacher to the real Lord of Muncaster Castle, William Pennington, who was 14 when his father died in the mid-16th century. His dad was 20. (laughs) (laughs) Precisely how the Penningtons came. The ripe old age of 31. Precisely how the Penningtons came to know Skelton is unclear, but nevertheless, he soon made a name for himself, not only as a brilliant entertainer, but if local legend is to be believed, as a lethally dangerous practical joker. He was a hitman. He was a funny hitman. Or like a funny maniac. Yeah. He was just crazy, and they just made him do things at dinner. Yeah. Funny things. 
and then they were like, go kill. Go kill he would bunch. like be sitting there and he would just like stab a rat and go like, ah! <laughs> and everyone would go like, ha, ha, funny. ha that like, guy's funny. Nervous laughter. Yeah. <laughs> Only one person had nervous laughter. Everyone else was like, yeah, he killed a rat. Someone's like, I don't. I don't know if we should have that guy sit at our table. Yeah. He looks <laughs> unwashed. You know who that guy was? Who? Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He like, as soon as he stabbed the rat and saw everyone laughing and saw that one guy not laughing, laughing, he just yeah. like zeroed in on him. and was like, <laughs> ha! That's a fake laugh. Ha! 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 Sire, who is that young man <laughs> kicking a rat down the hall? Towards my room. Towards my room. <laughs> smearing rat's blood on my doth door. And then that guy who wasn't laughing wakes up the next morning and there's just a pile of dead rats right outside yeah. his, his like little chamber. Or a rat head, like yeah. good fellas. Yeah. But it's like a little, little rat head. Oh, like in his bed. <laughs> yeah. Too. Like that guy was in his room. Oh, yeah. He's very quiet because yeah. he has jester shoes. And he put a. Uh, he, t- he took the bells <laughs> he off. He took all the, the bells <laughs> off. He took all the bells for that. <laughs> Jester, are you wearing your bells? This is making me uncomfortable, this whole thing. Um, there's more to say. Uh-huh. Um, is this a wiki? This is a this is an article from Wiki Foolery? Uh, from Mental Floss. From GQ. In eighteen twenty five, a local journalist an editor named John Briggs published a series of essays and letters in which he recounted one particular story dating from Skelton's time at Munkister. No, no, this is just the story of the carpenter. <laughs> now that we know that. Of course, that the carpenter. The, the jester, jester killed the, the carpenter. Let's, let's learn all about the carpenter. The jester and the carpenter. How many people do you think have tuned out so far of this of this one? It says Skelton uh, reportedly bludgeoned the carpenter to death with his own tools. According oh. to Briggs' account, cut off his head with an axe and hid it beneath a pile of wood shavings. So that'll hide it. You're gonna find it. As soon as somebody throws up in the in the main corridor, and you go for some of those wood shavings, right? Because that's how you get rid of throw up. Gotta <laughs> find a head. Yeah, you put. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look under those shavings. That's where there's throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look under those head head shaped shavings. Somebody there's somebody had some bad lamb. <laughs> Briggs' account of the carpenter's murder is one of only a handful of details from Skelton's life that we have on record. But given the lack of real evidence dating from Skelton's own lifetime. It's impossible to say whether it's a genuine account or not. Nevertheless, Skelton's reputation continues, continues to live on in Munkester Castle. And an eerie portrait of him in his full jester's costume and holding a copy of his own last will and testament <laughs> in which he apparently predicts his own death while reportedly all but admitting to directing people to their doom is supposed to be the center of all kinds of ghostly phenomena at the castle. Perhaps because of his monstrous reputation, he became the last court jester of Munkaster for hundreds of years. That is, until the present day, Pennington's began hosting a competition each year to find a new annual fool. Oh, no. Hopefully these new jesters only care about fun and game. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, can you do a cartwheel? Yes, sire, I can. Okay, great. 
Can you juggle? Yes. Yes. Yes, I can. Can you make my daughter's suitor disappear? <laughs> like magic, sire? Like with his head off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm, his gonna head go. off. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Okay, bring in the next jester. <laughs> it says here on uh, it says here on thine documents. <laughs> thine on re- the, resume. On, on your resume. <laughs> thine resume. Your resume. <laughs> that you enjoy fun and game. <laughs> that is correct, sir. Those are my bells. Now, I see your bells. And I raise you my bells. Beautiful bells. Watch me twinkle my bells around. What do you think about my bells, Jester? <laughs> do I get the job? <laughs> <laughs> my bells are golden, fool. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm wearing bells. <laughs> <laughs> everyone in the kingdom must wear bells. <laughs> So that I know where everyone is at all times. Came up with a medieval tracking system. It'd be nice. That way no one can sneak up on me. (laughs) Sire, but what if uh, (laughs) if somebody removes the bells? bells? (laughs) We will sew the bells onto their skin. (laughs) (laughs) And then twinkle his little toes. <laughs> I hate it. He loves to twinkle his little toes. I feel like the bells would sound very different if they were sewn into someone's skin. They'd be like this. <laughs> someone's coming. Someone's coming down the hall. Try- what if you were trying to have sex with all those bells on? Oh no. Uh, yeah. Um. All right. Goddamn you bells. Look, you look beautiful. Goddamn fucking bells. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm um, like, I wish I didn't ask that question. How you doing, Mike? Uh, you know. Thank you. <laughs> Which one is that? Squarespace? <laughs> <laughs> you good, man? I've I've been better, but I'm okay. <coughs> I'm all right. There's a uh, lot to do. Yeah, man. A lot need to be done. Mm. Um, I had I a show last night. About an hour away in Santa Barbara. Wow. Have you been to Santa Barbara? Yeah, man. I used to live in Oxnard. That's where yeah. I was born and raised. And Santa Barbara is about uh, 30 minutes from there. Do you guys, would you go, go there all and the hang time. out? Yeah. It's beautiful there, man. It's like a uh, it's like a hand-painted postcard. Yeah. And a you bunch of nice beach. stuff to look at. Right there. And you got your nice little, the architecture is real fancy. You know, Michael Jackson lived there. Is that right? Yeah, that's where that's where Neverland Ranch was. I didn't know that. Yeah. Never knew that. Yeah, uh, about an hour away from the city. Mm-hmm. It's a, a bit of a more. jaunt. It is, but super nice. I I played at a brewery. Cool. And uh, this is just very interesting because there's like fifty to seventy people there, and they're hanging out at a brewery, and there's just this little stage and these little speakers, and I'm walking up there and I'm headlining this show with four other comedians, and uh, and I'm like, none of these people are gonna give a shit they're all drinking and sitting at these long family style tables and then as soon as somebody's like okay we're gonna start the comedy show everyone's just dead silent paying attention what really yeah, it's very weird uh what? very what? nice very like uh very um what is the fucking word that i'm losing losing words Respectful. Respectful is the one. I was gonna say obedient. I want to say obedient because <laughs> I watched Fifty Shades Darker yesterday. 
Now Did you everyone. like the scene where they um where they uh where they were having and they were having sex on the table everyone had breakfast on the next morning? <laughs> oh, that slice of bacon fell onto the table there where that woman had her butthole for sure. But it's okay cuz that bacon up. He has a he has the submissive housekeeper. He does. So I mean, you're out of I your mean, goddamn you think, mind if you think she's not on her hands and knees scrubbing that table as soon as from, they're done. You think from 3 a.m. to 9 a.m. that housekeeper came in to scrub butthole off that table? Yes. And I think she was wearing a collar probably. Well, they weren't at his home, though. They were visiting someone else's house. Oh, they had sex so many different places. You're they bring their cleaner less. with them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they make a ride in the trunk just, of the Lexus. Just so you know, uh, Rosita. <laughs> You're going to be cleaning a lot. You're going to be cleaning a lot of butthole where we're at tonight. Yes, yes sir. And yes. you know that we're gonna uh, just know that there, if there's any flat surface here, yeah, there's gonna be some butthole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I was thinking of on the way to the show? Um, I think that Fifty Shades saga only works because that Christian Gray is a beautiful man. Yeah. I think if you were to replace <laughs> with like <laughs> like you or me or like Danny DeVito, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna choke you a little bit, <laughs> dude. I wanted to write... choke me in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah, but I'll let you. I'll give you a chance to run off. <laughs> um, um, Danny he's, likes the chase. He's doing his. He's in his penguin outfit for Bad Bear Yeah, I'm gonna call you Pecan Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> Eating a fish. Yeah, it's like pur- purple goo coming out of his mouth. Throw the fish in my dick. <laughs> um, that movie was that movie was interesting. Um, so 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 this was a, this crowd listen. They just. They were very respectful. Yeah, they're very attentive. Wow, I've never heard of that happening at a at a bar where everyone's just like having they're drunk. Yeah, bar shows are notorious for like if you're at the actual bar, there's there's no way you're listening to the show. Right. But everyone like turned around and like wasn't talking. Wow, it's very interesting. And then I uh, I started doing jokes, but then I just started talking to people and doing uh, some crowd work. Called Zoya, she didn't pick up. Oh, he called her yeah. like, well, oh, that's funny. It was a good bit. And then uh, I just kept thinking of the Fifty Shades of Grey thing. Over Did and over you talk there. about that? A little bit. I said that I wanted to, uh, the the guy who put the show on, his mm-hmm. name was Eric. Mm-hmm. His name's still Eric, as far as I know. To this day? To this day. <laughs> and uh, he is a, a, a big 50-year-old gay man, beautiful man. One of my favorite comedians out here, because very, like, Loving and welcoming, mm-hmm. and he invites us down there once in a while. And I was talking about how I would have sex with Eric, mm-hmm. and how I would have sex with a dude in general, mm-hmm. because guys are are very competitive. And if I ever wanted to have sex with a dude, I would just walk up to another one of my friends who was open to it, and I'd be like, "I, I bet you can't make me come." <laughs> <laughs> what? I bet I can't make you. I bet I can make you come. I'll make you come faster than anyone. No <laughs> way, man. You kidding me? 36 years of experience, man. <laughs> with my own dick. And now it's like you're, you have the best sex of your life. It just happens to be with right. another heterosexual. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that that's, that's a thing for sure. That's a thing for, for really like broy dudes who are ultra suppressed. Yeah. You know, they're like, I had, I had a friend once 
when I was in my teenage years, mm-hmm. we were uh, late teenage years, or actually probably like we couldn't drive yet, so probably like sixteen, mm-hmm. and we were at his house and we we're playing video games all night, and then eventually that gets tiresome. And then you start making love. And then you watch Cinemax. <laughs> and then uh, what's it? What was that? Emmanuel, Queen of the Galaxy, yeah, is on Cinemax. Red Shoe Diaries. And I remember him saying, "Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is a podcast story, but probably." Yeah, go for it. He goes, "You, you know, I think this is how it started." He goes, "You know, when we go to college, we're <laughs> we're probably never going to see each other again." <laughs> When we go to college, we're probably, you know, you you have a roommate and stuff. You have a couple roommates. It's like, yeah. It's like, you're probably going to have to jerk off in front of dudes all the time. You've got to, yeah. Because it's the thing that you got to do. Every dude's got to do it. And then there was a line of it's questioning healthy for your prostate. That, that was leading up to like, I'm going to jerk off to Emmanuel, Queen of the Galaxy. While we watch this. And right you're going to be right there. Yeah. And I just need you to know that that's and I'm That's gonna keep what's gonna happen next. I'll be quiet. <laughs> I promise. Just so you know, I'm setting it up like this so it's not weird and you don't have to tell anyone yeah, about yeah. it. And did you go to sleep or did I you... went I forced myself right to sleep. I think I put a pillow over my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dude, you know what, man? I love you like a brother. You're my good friend. And I want you to have good prostate health. Yeah. So you go ahead and do that. <laughs> far, far away. Yeah, far enough away. That's a comfortability with friends that uh, that not many have, and I think that's great. I think that's a progressive situation that you were in. But is that is that? It's one of two things. It's that which mm-hmm. is a nice. That's nice enough. Mm-hmm. Or it's I'm going to try to test the waters here because oh, and see where this goes. Yeah, because it's not because we're 15 year old boys yeah. in the late. 90s and it's not necessarily like you can't just come out of the closet one day in high school no like i'm gay i jerked off next to a guy and now i'm gay now right 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 you know when we went to high school there was like two gay people that we knew about yeah and they were like very stereotypical like they're in all the theater productions right they're like you're you're you fill our quota for the gay people right but because we don't understand you didn't understand at the time right statistically half the football team is gay of course but it's not cool to be gay in high school right and these Uh, are just things that i'm thinking about 20 years later right because now it's like you know it's still an issue Mm-hmm. Obviously, but it's like better definitely than when we were in high oh, school. Oh, without question. Yeah. I think it gets a little better every year. Man, that, coming I, uh, from a heterosexual male <laughs> perspective. I was at a Catholic school and like there were definitely some kids that you were like, yeah, for sure that's that person's going to Everyone's jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> and um <clears throat> it was sad. Like the older I got, the more sad I got about it cuz I was like, man, Catholicism too is all about like being afraid of Jesus watching you. And, yeah, like, being I wish that wasn't of... the case. I know, and it, and that that uh, created a lot of probably like real sad times for those people. Yeah, I up. really liked going to church when I was very young, and like I was an altar boy and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I loved all the stories, and I kind of pushed all the the shame and stuff mm-hmm. out of my head, right? Because I was like, I don't want to be. You're talking about Jesus and God, yeah. like they're so cool. I don't want to be afraid of. These I know people. it sucks. And then like some priest who was like very clearly gay is like the more gay they clearly were, the more fire and brimstone. Yeah, there was. Yeah, don't be gay. Yeah, no one's gay. 
Don't smash, stop it. not me. <laughs> Never me. Never, I'll get moved to a different diocese in a couple of years for inappropriate I, actions. I'll deal with it myself. I'll go to confession. <laughs> I'll confess myself. Not gay. Dear Lord, I did this. I'm not gay. Even if I was, I'm sure you'd, sure you'd forgive me for it. <laughs> <laughs> now, it says right here, I'll go to hell. <laughs> not gay. Not gay. Do the gays have it figured out, though? Yeah. They really do. Yeah. Because like you were saying, like, um, the dudes, like, trying to make each other come fast, mm-hmm. like, to see if they could they could make it happen. Yeah. I think it's like, because, you know, we as, as heterosexual men, mm. there still is, even with communication, there still is this, I, there's this, like, sense of wonder when it comes to the opposite sex genitals. <laughs> there's still this, like, undiscovered... Everyone's boobs are different. Everyone's boobs are different. Everyone's hoo-ha is different. <laughs> and everyone's bing-bong is different as well. And there's this sense of, there's this sense of like, even with an appropriate amount of communication of, I don't know what this is, and I don't know how to do things, and there's just sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't, and sounds that the other person makes clue me into things working, and sometimes they might be fake, and sometimes they might not, yeah. and you just live in this realm of like, kind of like, even with communication, this realm of wondering yeah. what it's all about. But with, with, with the gay community, you're, if you're with another woman or with another man, you're like, oh yeah, I've been around this block. Yeah, I get it. I, get I know this. what. I know how mine works. Yeah, it's pretty. Can bet a lot that yours works similarly. It's like it's like <laughs> suggesting a podcast to someone. It's like if I like it, there's a chance at least someone else will like yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I think that's a they've they've reached a height a height of sexuality where they're like we we figured this out already. You guys are way behind us. I remember. Um, being single in like college and stuff like that, and and afterwards, and I would I would try to hook up with people just because just for the wonder of yeah, it. like what do her boobs look like? Yeah, yeah. Like there's no way. Like I would see someone out, and I'd be like, their boobs look really good. Mm-hmm. There's no way that transfers to naked boobs. Right, right. Because because there's a lot of help, uh, with with garments. Yeah. That enhance yeah. certain things. I use the garment to get around. <laughs> Satellite. I use a Tom Foolery. Tom Tom Foolery. Tom Remember that? Remember having a separate GPS system oh, yeah, that man. wasn't your phone? Yes, that was so stupid. It was very uh, nerve-wracking. <clears throat> did you ever get to a point where you finally got a good look, and then you were like, okay, bye. You just um, got up and left. <laughs> You're like, that's all I want. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever leave. Well, good for you. I'm just saying. <laughs> I did get to the point where I could I could predict it pretty well. Like, oh yeah. I bet. Yeah. I bet you look like this without any clothes. Yeah. And then I'd be like, yeah, got him. We talking pepperones. <laughs> we talking skittles. We talking pepperones. We talking d- pepperones. We talking olives, sliced <laughs> guys. This episode of Dynamic Banter is brought to you by Squarespace. Mike and I love Squarespace. They've been a wonderful sponsor of the podcast for quite some time. (laughs) I could be part of this band. 
Uh, of course, you know Mike Falzone's own website, MikeFalzone.com, is a Squarespace website. Absolutely. If you want to go there and check it out, you're more than welcome to. It's free to visit. Now, if you want your own website, it's very easy to do with Squarespace. You can turn your idea that you've had for quite some time into a very easy-to-make and beautiful-looking website. You can showcase your work, your you can blog or publish your content. You can sell products and services of all kinds. You can promote your physical or online business. If you've got an Etsy shop, you can open up a Squarespace website that links to the Etsy shop. You can promote somebody else's business. And guys, Squarespace does all of this stuff for you. You can build beautiful uh, websites using templates created by world-class designers. And there's a powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online easily and the ability to customize the look and feel settings products and more with just a few clicks it's just so easy guys don't take our words for it though go to squarespace.com slash banter for a free trial try it out and when you're ready to launch use the offer code banter to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain guys think it dream it and make it with squarespace I'm telling you right now, if I can do it, if I can create a clean, beautiful website, you could definitely do it. Because I'm an idiot. Was <laughs> <laughs> that just you hitting your water bottle? Yes, sir. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, <laughs> Wonderbar. bar. It's too hot, man, in the valley. It's nice inside. It, it yeah, has been but too it's hot so right. fucking crazy, man. Yeah. I was just talking to Elliot about this last night. Um, you know those houses in, in or those like apartments in Hollywood that are like hip and they've got their hardwood floors mm-hmm. and like the older ones. Yeah, or? this one's from the 1930s. This building's from the 1930s and it was yeah. renovated in the uh-huh. 60s. And there's original doorknobs in here from the from the 1940s yeah. and shit. Main selling point. And the keys that they give you look like the the skeleton key from Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're like, and and it's cool live in Hollywood because you just walk everywhere and you just you know can't open in, the windows because they're too thin. No parking and uh, you know, you're, <laughs> but you're in the thick of it, man, in your yeah. little apartment. That's how they get you're you. right there in Hollyweird, and you're, you're you can see the Spider Man and uh, Elmo walking around sometimes, and yeah. you can see that beautiful <laughs> walk walk of fame. What do they call that? The walk of fame. The stars. The, the gross. St- the disgusting. And everything smells like piss all the time. Um, the thing about those, I guess this applies to like more than just these Hollywood apartments. But have you ever like spent an amount of time? in an apartment in the heat where the only source of air conditioning is that like terrible box that just like oh, sticks yeah. out of the window. Yeah, we had one of those in our first apartment here and it was gigantic and it didn't do jack shit. Yeah, that's how how much of a terrible nightmare is that situation? Dude, we had a, a window unit <coughs> directly underneath a slat window. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that it looks like blinds. Oh, the windows yeah. look like blinds, and then there's just the screen. And I was like, I grew up in a place where there was winter all the time, so I was like, how does this even work? How what you, is this? It's never actually closed, you know? So there's always bugs getting in and out, and there's always snow in my mind. And then I was like, oh, it's, it just gets between 68 and 175 <laughs> degrees here. Yeah. And then we would turn on this fucking 
terrible window unit that would only work if you were right in front of it, yeah. and then all the air would just go, go out, out the this little slit slits window. like right under it. Like yeah. no wonder this apartment was so cheap. And could you close those slats? <clears throat> those no, not all the way. Because they would have little. They would have openings. Yeah, because they were they were born in the seventies or whatever. Yeah, man, and it's, shit uh, doesn't work. And we had termites there, and it was terrible. We. Uh... <laughs> Like, where'd you just move from? Connecticut? Yeah, you're going to want to see this big, luxurious <laughs> apartment. This will heat up your couch real nice. Central <laughs> air is a fucking heavenly treat. Yeah. We're moving, and I'm going to miss our apartment because we have two rooms in our current apartment, and you turn on the central air for a second. And both and rooms are nice. Icebox, yeah. ice chest from Little Giants. Icebox 20. <laughs> Uh, I must be lonely here. It's really hot. I must be lonely. <laughs> and it'll be so smooth here. Give me a, give, make it hot. Make it real hot. Just forget <laughs> about, about it. it. Down. They did the Who do you think was the reacher and the settler in that relationship? <laughs> Santana and Rob Thomas. Well, I'd love to I'd love to discuss that with you, but I think you've already made the point. Who wanted to hang out and who was like, I got I got a lot of other things going well, on. Well let's look <laughs> let's, all we need to do is look at their ages and their histories. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos Santana. He's still alive, right? Of course. Yeah. That's I don't awesome. think he's I think I will die before Carlos yeah. Santana dies. Dude's a legend. Yeah. He should be in a museum when he dies. They should just make him hard or whatever. You know, taxidermy him, taxidermy shellac him. him. Yeah, put sunglasses on him so it's not weird. But what if he looks like one of those like, like when they, <clears throat> when they try to like, dress up a corpse? Yeah, he just looks like real like, <laughs> like it kind. It's like Jesus. Is that really what he looked it's like, just, man? It's just him because of the. The specific clothes they put on them. Yeah, I don't wanna. I don't want an open coffin thing. I want to be cremated. Okay. Because like I, I, and not just because of like this or that. It's really just because there's no way they can make me look like a peaceful sleeping. Like you're. That's the point of like an open casket. You're supposed to. It's supposed to look like they're peaceful and they're sleeping. It very rarely works out. And it when just, it yeah. when it does work out. You sound so fucking weird talking about it. Yes. Like, I've been to family members' funerals. Yeah. Like, other family members come up to me crying in the back. They're like, she looks beautiful. She looks <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> like no, oh, she man. doesn't, man. She no. looked beautiful a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. But now she looks different. She looked beautiful when there was life in her. Yeah. yeah now well, she looks like literally someone put a Halloween mask on grandma. <laughs> Remember when grandma could smile? That was the <laughs> shit. But now somebody else, now grandma's somebody else's project. They're making grandma smile <coughs> with pins. Yeah. Like tucked in there. <laughs> and that's weird. If it's okay with you, I'll just sit back here with my memories of grandma. Yeah. I don't want to remember grandma like bad Photoshop in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be bad at Photoshop. With like Facetune in real life. <laughs> Facetune. <laughs> it's just they, uh, yeah, man. Um, but, uh, uh, we were talking about Carlos Santana. I had a point to make. Oh, I was at Lee's Lee's apartment, Lee and Delman's apartment, which you've been to, mm -hmm. I'm sure, many times. It looks and, like uh, a like you're walking around a Pinterest profile, like an antique shop. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's sweet. I love the the style is great. Mm -hmm. It's everything looks nice and and it's a very well designed 
place, but it's it's been like 112 degrees in yeah. in that part of of Los Angeles, and uh, man, we were just in that place shooting a sketch yesterday. And we used all these different rooms and stuff, and it just heated up so fast. Mm-hmm. And it's like four air conditioning units that are built into the windows are on. Four is a lot. Too. There's like one in the living room, one in the like dining room, yeah, and then one in their bedroom. Or so that's three. <clears throat> and you could only feel it if you were like standing right in front of it. Yeah, and it was just like it was hell. And we we're shooting our video that we're gonna. Uh, take to buffer festival Mm -hmm. and so and i was like you know we shot the sketch or whatever and so now we're gonna edit it and then submit it soon but um (laughs) we were just sweating so hard Uh in every shot there's just like sweat pouring down my face and i was just like man we're gonna take this thing to watch on the big screen and you're just gonna see these sweaty maniacs like like just sweat dripping we just look hot and awful and we're gonna be in toronto where it's probably like cold right like or at least right now do you think it'll be it'll be pretty cold yeah it's probably they always tell you to come in the summer because it's real nice in the summer yeah but uh we used to go there in like november or october oh man and that was like wear your coats yeah spent a couple of my birthdays up there in late october and it was always uh frosty frigid i like that man yeah. But we were just like in hell yesterday sweating like like gross bastards. And I was just thinking to myself, I was like I don't think I will ever move into an apartment where where first of all, we live in a place where it gets hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get air conditioning is from those fucking window unit things. Mm-hmm. I will never do that. I don't care how perfect the price is, yeah. how great the location is. Like I've just been too spoiled by Central air, and I grew up in Oxnard, where we didn't even need we didn't need air conditioning units because we were by the ocean. Yeah, so we got that like ocean breeze, and so and it never got really that hot. Now it's starting to get hot there because you know global warming. <laughs> Say it again. Global warming. <laughs> I okay, never mind. But I didn't get like. I started moving deeper into the mountains, like like towards like Calabasas and Thousand Oaks, and then I moved into the valley like years ago to mm-hmm. Tarzana, and it just gets like it's a fucking desert. It is. It's just we live in the desert yeah, out here, legitimately, and um, it's just a fucking nightmare, man. That's if the I, best when you live someplace with water or wind, fire, hot, and you could just leave. Plant. You you just leave like your front door and your back window open. Yeah, and then you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, we just we had a screen door at home, and we just leave our. I mean, we were in a shitty neighborhood for sure. Yeah, the screen door had thirty five locks on it, and all of our windows had bars on them. The screen door having locks on it is pr- one of the most hilarious visuals. Well, you it was like a have. metal screen door. It was one of those metal ones. Yeah, you know, with all the holes in it. Uh huh. Because we lived in a terrifying neighborhood, but uh, <laughs> we didn't have a VCR, but we had we had uh, breezy <laughs> breezy conditions. Well, we all sat around the metal screen door and we watched <laughs> the neighborhood, and that was our <laughs> that was our entertainment. All right, kids, it's seven. Come watch the neighborhood. Come watch all the. Come watch everyone get home from work. <laughs> right, it's your shift. A neighborhood watch. Um. Yeah, so that's uh, that's so yeah. I just I it was, it's I can't be hot, man. Too yeah. hot for me, 
is is like not a thing. Like I cannot be in heat where I can't get like Vegas. You walk around Vegas and you're like, this fucking sucks. But like you're wherever you are in if you're at least you're if you're on the strip, you're five feet away from an an automatic door that will open up to like sweet sweet air conditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Phoenix was awful. Phoenix, Arizona was like, holy shit! Yeah, how do people no, live here? There's you just got to get drunk or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you must be different. But I miss, uh, it always weirds me out when people from here are get sensitive to the heat. I'm sure as much as it does when like I go back home and people are like, oh, you're cold? Oh, things have changed. I huh? hate that. Yeah. I yeah. hate when people are But it's, it's very real. It's very real. That's all you could say is like, yes. Yeah. I mean, we adapt to our uh, surroundings. Blood thin. Blood thinner than blood. <laughs> blood is thinner than air, wa- than weather. Blood, <laughs> blood is thinner than thieves. <laughs> Um, Well I kind of wanted to wrap this up Into a short episode Because today is going to be pretty insane uh, For shooting I'm sorry that this one wasn't as funny as Oh I don't don't know if that's I think think it was funny We did that stuff about the court jester And we had like that little bit going Let's go back and do that again Just just so we can guarantee two funny parts Or let's just play it Let's just stop now and then we'll just (laughs) We'll cut that first part back into this part yeah. so you hear it again. What if it wasn't as good as we're remembering? Oh, shit. Well, we can just say it was so good so yeah. that people remember their memory of that bit is better than the bit. Yeah, and this has been... Man, that bit was so good. Um, Do you want to do a history road, Mike? Yes, it's been a bit. Yeah, It's been a bit bit. It's been a good bit. Are we going to do that now or? Hello, horn born baby. <laughs> my name is Robin and I'm from Sweden and this is my history road. Oh, they all sound I the same. I am using a small BBBB boy voice box. <laughs> history. Oh, the history. Hello, horn born. <laughs> horn born, baby boy. This history road is from Ahmed Warshana, and it's the subject is I lived through a flood. Ahmed says, "All right, listen up, you fuckers. <laughs> Come on, man. It was a normal afternoon here in little old Maryland. I had just finished my morning run and sat down to play some video games. I had noticed that it started to rain, but didn't think much of it." It had been raining nonstop here for the past two weeks. We need some of that here, man. Can you mail us some rain over here? That'd be nice. So I thought it was going to be a normal shower, but boy, oh boy, was I wrong. In only a matter of seconds, it seemed as though it went from cute summer drizzle to dystopian deluge. <laughs> deluge. I then remembered the fact that this was this very town was ravaged by an enormous flood only two years prior. No way the flood that comes every 1,000 years happens twice in a row, I said to myself while I watched it rain. No way it's the 1,000 years flood. (laughs) I peeked out the window to calm my anxiety, but it only made it worse. What was once a busy road was now a lazy river, but with branches and mud. I started looking for my phone to take a video and came back five minutes later only to find that the water had risen from a few inches to 10 feet. (laughs) 
I purposefully chose an apartment on the third floor just in case there was a flood, but I didn't think it would ever matter. I was strangely calm and wanted to make the most of the situation. I started to call my family on FaceTime and nonchalantly placed the flood in the background and watched their reactions as they noticed the cars floating down a river behind me. Wow, there was floating cars. That's how bad this man's flood was. In Maryland? In Maryland, yeah. I took a bunch of videos and put them on Instagram at Awarshana. A-W-A-R-S-H-A-N-N-A. I'm going to need that one more time. A-W-A-R-S-H-A-N-N-A. A-W-A-R-S-H-A-N-N-A. I put too many H's. Warshar. Ahmed Warsharna. Yeah, that's the one. Let me just make sure I got this. A W A R S H A N N A. Grabbed whatever I could and climbed my way out of the backyard hill. I got out of there but lost my apartment. My car was damaged and had to move it move in with family. I'm fine now, but it was definitely something I will never forget. I hope you guys appreciate this mediocre story for your mediocre podcast. <laughs> this is the perfect episode to to have another mediocre story. Yeah. Are you? Did they put smooth jazz to this flooding? Uh, no, that would have been delicious. But this is just him playing guitar. Oh, Here nice. are several observations I'm going to make about him. First okay. of all, beautiful guitar. Second of all, nice watch. Somebody robbed this guy. Third of all, don't rob this guy. Fourth of all, he has his chain hanging out. Outside his t-shirt. Mm, that's a no-no. Well, that's a confident boy. Tuck the chain, buddy. <laughs> I mean, it's a nice chain. Unless you got a deep V, you're going to want to tuck that chain. See, even when... Here's another picture of him tucking the chain. You could still see it. Yeah, that's nice. Because he has pronounced collier bones. God bless you. That's a handsome boy. So here's a little bit of this flood. Holy fucking shit, man. Oh, right. my God. It's just, it's like a Universal Studios flood. Let me take a look at that again when you show me. It's like a lot. Floods are really good at moving rocks where you don't <laughs> want rocks. <laughs> yeah. And things. So it made it all the way up to the third floor of That's, your apartment? That's insane. Why haven't we heard about that? What this? happened to the first and second floor? Here's a car getting swept away, if you want. Holy shit. If you're into that. Cars are so heavy. How does water do that? Dude, it doesn't take much water to get underneath something to move it. That's why when it rains... <laughs> it pours. When it rains in LA and the water is like flowing like crazy, like two or three inches of water by the curb. You see that? Yeah. When it's like white water rapids by the curb. Yeah. And people try to walk to their cars. <laughs> they get stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. That's always funny. Yeah. And then they fall on their butts. Because people don't know, people don't know how to... Do rain in LA? No, not at all. Because it just rarely happens, and when it does, yeah. everyone's just like, "What the fuck?" Anything that isn't hot, people get real confused about. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, I'm glad you're safe, Ahmed. Thank you for the history road. And again, if you guys want to send your own history roads about stories and things in your life, or just a funny anecdote, you can send those to dynamicbanter at gmail.com. And uh, if it's short as fuck, we'll read it. <laughs> also, what kind of guitar is that, Ahmed? Is that a Guild? We'll wait for you to answer that. If so, congratulations. Will Haynes answer that? 
All right. Well, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Mike, you wanna you got any plugs? Yeah, I got um, shows all throughout the month of August. The two biggest ones are on the 13th, which is this Monday. I'm playing The Laugh Factory, and if you'd like to get on the guest list for free, just inbox me somewhere with your name and whoever you're bringing with you, and I can get you in for free. And cool. then the, uh, the crowd work show is on the 18th. And that's at the Open Space Theater in WeHo. And there's tickets for that under all of my recent YouTube videos. And um, Mike in the Morning has been coming out every Tuesday and Friday. If Mike has been. And Mike has been in the morning, Tuesday and Fridays. And uh, there's a lot of stuff. That's pretty. That's all the main stuff, though. Great. Oh, we have that new Heat Wave t-shirt that you put oh, on the that's Twitter right. and the Instagrams. Thank yeah. you for that. We got a super rad new Dynamic Banter logo shirt. It's the Heat Wave variant yep. logo, uh, appropriate for this heat wave going on in L.A., um, but it's a super nice, really cool design. You could check it out on our Instagram, which is Dynamic Banter, just at, at Dynamic Banter, as well as our Twitter account. We tweeted out a little photo of it. DynamicBanter.clothing is, is where you'd go exactly. to get that. And, and those uh, are super limited, by the way. I know we, I, we people say that, but this is totally, this is the only time that version of the shirt will be available and we'll never, we'll never do it again. Yeah, I like having the, the thing that's like our one standby shirt. There's like the classic that everybody can get. And then after that, it's kind of like an indicator of where you started listening to the podcast. Yeah, I love that a lot. Yeah. And I, I, it would be fun to see that one out in the wild eventually, especially after they're all gone. Because then it would be like, wow, you got in on that. You got that super rad tea yeah. while it was available. That's you, really special. Do you, you clean up after a flood with it? You can wipe down your tea. You could wipe down a table if, if somebody recently had sex upon it. <laughs> somebody recently had submissive dominant sex on your table. You could wipe it down. Before you eat your scrambled eggs you could on a table where people had <laughs> anal sex. You could strangle a submissive with a new heat wave variant t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you use your safe word, kids. What well, would be a funny safe word to have? This has been would be funny. This has been. <laughs> That's too long. I think it should be like uh, peppermint. Peppermint. But you have to say it in a yeah. Peppermint. Um, all right, guys. Well, my plugs are easy. If you want to support uh, the Valley Folk, which is uh, the new thing that Joe Bretta, Elliot Morgan, Lee Newton, and myself are doing, we're creating a lot of content this week, and we're, we've are we been shooting a lot and working very hard. And uh, if you go on to see what we're up to, you can go to youtube.com slash thevalleyfolk. And if you'd like to support us, any amount is uh, helpful. You can go to patreon.com slash thevalleyfolk. And uh, show your support for all this content that we'll be putting out soon. And it, that would be very nice because, uh, you know, that that's awesome. Us people work hard. Yeah, man. We're hard workers. All right. Well, Mike, thanks uh, for being here, man. Hey, it's my pleasure. Uh, I I love doing this. And now we have to go uh, shoot a sketch. Make other stuff. Yeah, we have to shoot a sketch now. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. And we'll see you next week. Oh, two minutes. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>